This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. The heart is a bloom. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. Space to win in this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck. And you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found a friend to take you out of this place. Someone you could lend a hand in return. Oh, that's what it is. It is a beautiful day. Thank you so much, Champlain Auto Services, for powering our 8 o'clock news brief. Check them out. They're on the Eastern Main Road, opposite Carrowbury. Anything to do with your vehicle, they can do. Inspection, tint check, tires, alignment, mechanical repairs, tons of accessories. Alright, so check out Champlain Auto Services. Give them a call, 662 6545. Like them on social, okay? At Champlain Auto Services. Alright, 27 degrees at both Piaco and Crown Point in Tobago. That's 79 Fahrenheit. Let's take a look at what's happening traffic wise. Got a little volume from Santa Rosa to Amira uh, and Trinity City towards Yui. Uh, Makoya Road is chock a block, including the Eastern Manor around that area. Taking a roundabout by Mount Hope there towards uh, the Eastern Main Road. You've got some traffic there after that. It's not too bad on Eastern Main Road. Coming on Maraval, halfway down, you've got some traffic. And of course, getting the capital itself, you've got some traffic there. County Roundabout towards Kirep traffic. Monroe Road is a bit heavy. Southern Main Road, just after Chin Chin, around Chin Chin, you've got some traffic. And let's take a look at the solo. See what's happening there quickly. Um, San Fernando is very light. You're going to get traffic uh, from Freeport heading towards Chiguanas. Rivulet Road is just on volume. Alright. That's a quick traffic update for you. Seven minutes after the hour of eight o'clock. Gonna take a quick break when we come back. We'll open up our lines. This is six days. On August 31st, we celebrate 60 years of paradise, 60 years of innovation, 60 years of champion, 60 years of freedom. This is 16. Come on down to the Queen's Park Savannah on Independence Night for the fireworks display at the A-Team Band alongside all of your favorite artists. Action kicks off at 5 p.m. Fireworks at 8 p.m. Admission is absolutely free. Follow us at Forging Forward TT on Facebook and Instagram for more details. 
Stop your bow, Mr. Fiddler. Oh, ha, ha. This is for all who are hit the picnic and make them cry to God and their mommy. Please stop the agony. What children want is a gentle touch, not a kick, scratch, pinch, or cough. Door beat up on them so much. That licks can't teach what is good for them, but it can lead to drug and alcohol abuse and serious mental health problems. Get help now. Don't act in anger. Listen well. Talk to each other. A healthier home life for all makes a better future. Drag your bow, Mr. Fiddler. Protect children from physical abuse. A message from the Children's Authority of Trinidad and Tobago and the European Union United Nations Spotlight Initiative. Boy, I got in an accident a while ago. I was in traffic and my car get bonks from behind. Well, then they're wrong. Yeah. Well, the insurance company go fix it up. Fix up? Huh. I make my claim the next day. And up to now, I can't hear from the insurance company. I need my car fixed. Look, you better go to the financial services ombudsman. I'm sure they can help. Yeah, I'm going to check them now. To resolve a complaint with your insurance company, bank, or non-bank financial institution, contact the Office of the Financial Services Ombudsman at 804-FSO or visit www.ofso.org.tt We can help and our services are free. Don't miss Furniture Plus Back to School Mattress Sale. Get different sizes for the same price starting from just $999. Save on Serta Sealy and Therapeutic Mattresses available with cash and higher purchase plan. Check press and social media for details. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlain Auto Services, from vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlain Auto Services, great mechanics and technicians, exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlain Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your Auto Champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlain Auto Services, Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlain Auto Services, we do it all. All right, here's a little Michael Jackson for you. Passed away 13 years and two months today. Mm. His birthday is on Monday. He'd be 64. Here's Billy Jean. Right here on the Power 22 Digital.
Jackson. 15 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Pretty sunny on the outside. As I said, it's 27 degrees in both islands. In Trinbago. Thank you so much for joining us on the third of the Power Breakfast Show. It's just Richie Rich and myself, Paul Hattis Kadut. Wendell is off today. Ruben isn't there. He doesn't show his face online. He doesn't come on. He doesn't come on. He should do. He should. Anyway. Yeah. 15 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Thank you so much for joining us, Richie Rich. Yes, so of course, you just did our interview with Gary Griffith. And of course, you know, Gary mm-hmm. Griffith is no, has no shortage of words. No. Um, in, in terms of responding to any situation. And particularly the Prime Minister's... Um, um, comment on him mm-hmm. um, at that political platform um, um, which of course I, I mean when I saw that saw that um, excerpt of the Prime Minister talking it it, it reminds me that in the polit- it reminds you that in the political arena you know those kind of shots will be fired unexpectedly because you didn't expect the Prime Minister to say something so definitive as Gary Griffith being the biggest mistake um, of the, uh, that he's ever made. And I felt it was uh, a, a, a statement that reveals certain things. Obviously, from the time you mention somebody in such a, in such a platform, you empower them by mentioning them. And it says more about you, what you see, in that kind of capacity. And obviously, uh, the Prime Minister has some sort of personal angst with Gary. Um, whether that be political, whether he's concerned that Gary's party can prov- pro- uh, prove to be some sort of... Um, um, has some sort of strength because of Gary's popularity... Whether you like Gary or not, um, you cannot um, you cannot be um, unmindful that the fa- of the fact that he has a certain level of popularity mm-hmm. and goodwill mm-hmm. within the population because of his tenure this, as the commissioner of police. Yeah. So when you say things like that, rather than taking down the person, invariably you kind of empower them because you. You raise the profile. It's a mistake a lot of times that orators make, especially political orators. They feel that saying something negative about somebody and pulling them down somehow wins them points. But oftentimes, it empowers the visibility of that person and they don't look at it through that lens. And so, in a sense, he empowered the visibility of Gary, not only as a former commissioner of police, and of course, if you go by the comments on social media yesterday, um, concerned and boom champions particularly had one where it, it provided the face off and asked you a lot of those comments were in favor of Gary yeah and 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 so it could it could have a negative effect depending on what you say which is why you have to be so circumspect about what you say when you're on a platform and not get carried I'm usually I'm um, Dr. Rowley I mean I think Dr. Rowley is an excellent orator he's excellent on a platform um, but I think you know when he said what he said, um, you, sometimes you have to take the high road and sometimes you have to not um, 
engage in the, in that kind of um, slinging of mud at people. Mm-hmm. Because it comes back to haunt you sometimes. And you never know in the political sphere. But you, you take your chances, I guess, and that's what Dr. Raleigh did. Yeah. But certainly, as I say, whether you like Gary or not, and, and Gary is somebody that either you like him or you don't. You're never indifferent to him. <laughs> and, um, and at least I, I, there are very few people that will be indifferent to him. Let me, let me phrase it that way. It's either you like him or you, or you don't. Generally, you're on one side of defense, or you may flit back and forth between like and, and, and dislike. Um, but generally, he does have a certain level of goodwill from the population particularly with the issue of crime which is now the number one issue in the country because look at look at for example yesterday which is why i always say politicians need to read the room the country is in the middle of a crime crisis yeah because i'm I'm getting the the different narrations but i'm getting from from credible people that men dressed in police uniform uh, was shooting behind police in Digo Martin and they had a high speed chase. And I actually just spoke to someone uh, who is in the Digo Martin area and they said, Yes, it was loud out loud. I said, Geez, on ages. I don't know. So, I mean, um, I suppose we could take yeah. some calls from Lines are lit up there, Richie Rich. Lines are lit up. Yeah, so because people always would have, you know, opinions when they hear Gary speak. Yeah. So we can open up the lines at this point. 222-TALK, 222-8255, Of course, North Americans, you can also weigh in on the conversation. 866-525-1099. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning, sir. Morning, Two days ago, I asked the question, where is Gary's detractors? I want to ask another question this morning to the citizens. Given what Mr. Um, Griffith just said concerning the technology that is available to the TTPS and the squads that were disbanded and the escalation in crime, home invasions, murder, rape, a breeze, police, um, people seemingly imitating police. I want to know what citizens intend to do to bring pressure to bear on the Prime Minister who has all the power to make decisions to take care of safety in this country. You all are talking about people. I know a lot of people foreign countries who would like to return to Trinidad but they are scared of the situation mm-hmm. what are citizens prepared to do and as um rich like griffith or dislike griffith he did have those in his words cockroaches on the run right and now look at what's going on it seems as though the police cannot get a handle on the crime situation in our country and every you, you, you're, you're scared to come out even to take a drive around, you know? What's going to happen if, if the bandits decide to do something on Wednesday when people want to go and look at the fireworks? You could imagine the chaos that would face. What are citizens prepared to do to bring 
Mr. Marlin, in, um, sorry, not Mr. Marlin, Mr. Rowley into reality and force him to do the right thing with respect to crime. And thank you. Thank you, Sonny. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question. The firearm that they were giving out to the citizen, did the citizen have to pay for it? Yeah, you have to buy it, yeah. Oh, you have okay, to buy. I'm you have to buy the have, firearm, yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was free when I hear one person had 23. I thought, uh, you know, they were just giving out one for love, one for tattoo, one for bandit. Anyhow, I would like very much if those both men could swallow their pride, have a press conference and meet instead of this next one bashing the government on the radio. Get together and he feel he's the best thing since life, but he is good. Dr. Rowley and him supposed to sit down, put him back where he was, just tell him what mistake he made, try not to make it again, one gun per person, and end, end, end the nonsense. It's simple as that. Just swallow your pride and fight for country. Okay, later. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you want the powers that be um, to to get along on a certain level, especially in a time like this. Because when the citizenry see barbs being thrown back and forth from the people who can initiate change or have the power to do it, and you see barbs being thrown back and forth, and there is no sense of unity in terms of that um, political class, um, it can get you despondent and it empowers the criminal element because when the criminal element hear the prime minister saying xyz about gary griffith that's the biggest mistake and and of course under gary's tenure whether you like him or not there was some level of success and operational efficiency that you felt about the ttps mm -hmm. and morale of the ttps and, went up. and and you hear that barb come from the prime minister and of course you know gary is going to respond the criminal element are also citizens yeah and they're watching it and they and it just <clears throat> feeds, it just feeds into the optics of the leadership of our national security services being being not stable it feeds into the optics of that yeah all right we have a call here rich good morning Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. First of all, I, first of all, I, I like to address the statement that you all made there about it was it, it, it was the morale of the police service on the group. It was high. I challenge you all to speak off the record, to do a survey off the record of a dozen police that is all your personal friends, and I will. Well, my personal friends who I've spoken to are police officers. We're in support of Gary. Mine too. Uh, and that's I over about, 12. I have about five friends or so who are police officers. And all of why them were in support of Gary. If, if, you, want quick, if you want a quick if you want a quick reference point. Why isn't that so? With at least a dozen. And I will get you. Half of them will tell you Gary Griffith was a waste of time. Um, and, and I, I have over a dozen police friends. Police. Let me, I have over a dozen police friends. I have a good bit. And, and most of them were in support of Gary Griffith. So I don't know where you're getting your claims from. But go ahead and make your point. Okay. Gary Griffith appears... Gary Griffith, for me, to me, from that interview that I heard, 
I I I now understand. I've always understood it, but more so now I understand the Prime Minister's statement that Gary Griffith was the biggest mistake he ever made. Here's why. Gary Griffith, a few months ago, when the Prime Minister made his first statement that he lost confidence in, in, in Gary Griffith, Gary Griffith made a video. Was it a... I believe it was a video. I believe it was a video or text that he circulated saying he has information that if he put it out there would be a snap election immediately. That is the first thing. The second thing is just the other day when he spoke to um, just this week here when he when he made a statement that he by it was the biggest mistake he ever made. There's a he, he sent out a text say, um, insinuating that. A high, I don't want to say the Prime Minister because he didn't say the Prime Minister, but a high-ranking level in, in the party was asking him for personal favors to get people's FULs. Now, that, and in, a, in the interview the very next day now, the same Gary Griffith could now come and say, I am here to support the Prime Minister. I don't, want, I don't need it to do it in a job capacity, but I am here to support the Prime Minister. When he has done everything in his power to suggest, to undermine, to... to, to, to to demonize the Prime Minister. Right? Now, I am not a defender of the Prime Minister. I personally don't particularly like the PNM party. But what I just call a spade a spade. I mean, I that, hear you call her, and I and and I think, well, I, well, you know, I tell Gary he's narcissistic. And, he and, is. And, and, he is. and of course, he takes, he takes it in stride. He does. And he I is. think Gary's response is always when he is attacked. So if the prime minister attacks him, Gary will respond. respond. Uh, if the, ga- if the prime minister engages him in a positive way, I think Gary will also respond in a yes. positive way. No, but you can't. Um, but as a but it takes. Prime minister, you can't respond with 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 personal, with private information that was yours privy to in the portfolio of your of your stewardship. That is short of treacherous treason. That is shy of treason. To come out and say that no, to reveal now that the Prime Minister says something about you, to reveal well the Prime Minister was asking me for for, for FUL for people. That tells me you're well, well, he like didn't a actually say that, did he? But okay, no, he right. didn't. But, but no, he didn't say that. But, like but I get the child. point you're making, but but he that didn't say that. You're he acting didn't. like a president to the child in the and, 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 and use the same words that you use, narcissistic, that if you can't get your way. You pick up your marbles, you mash up the game, and you're going home. Nobody could play any game. Right. And it falls directly in line with UNC start, start, um, strategy of if I can't run it, I will make it ungovernable. So if I can't be the, the commissioner of police, nobody, I, everything that I know, I go, I go bust the mark. All right. And it is, and it, that well, is I, I, I think, think you're being a little, uh, while I hear your point, I think you're being a little in there in that last statement. Because Gary said that he is willing, and you could only go by what people say, that he is willing to help the current commissioner of police in terms of dealing with crime. Because crime after you, after you is, is everybody's issue. He didn't say the man was a company. He said he stopped all of the issues, all of the, he, the programs that he put in place. He gets, and he and, and whether, whether you like Gary or not, right. the reality Thank you, is crime has escalated during this period. So we we have to you have to take certain things and and reanalyze certain things. 
Yeah. Um, but but no matter what you say, there is a problem with crime at this point that Massive. seems to be coming out of the control of the TTPS. Unfortunately, that's the kind of way that citizens feel. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Well, I listened to Mr. Griffith time and time again, and I think his greatest problem is his mouth, his behavior to senior officers. If the prime minister is the prime minister, if he said what he said there, he didn't go into detail and to, to, to um, attack Mr. Griffith personally. He said it was his mistake. That is his mistake. But Gary Griffith... But that is a personal attack, eh, Zina? Yes, but coming out and attacking yeah. everything the prime minister said. And he has to make up his mind whether he wants to be the prime minister or the police commissioner. You can't be both. And if you do all the sensitive information, as a person say, I find it song into me like it bordering on treason. You don't come out and give all those kind of details to the public and, and expect now that you could have a good relationship with the prime minister. Why you want to go back there? If that is your attitude and Gary is Gary, he will not change. So just go along with your party and do what you have to do. What is all this every minute you want to come to... Well, to well Gary, in previous man. interviews, has indicated that the party, um, it, even even though he's the political leader of the NTA, that once, if it is that he gets the position of the commissioner of police, he will resign from the party and from the leadership. Um, um, Richard, you serve to your covering for Gary. Don't, don't make That's it what he said. So you could say what you want to know, Zina. Yeah, I am here. I am here to balance it. I'm not here to take a position. No, and I'm telling no, you, that's no. what he has said. He Listen, said that the majority people asked him to be commissioner and, to, to apply. And you believe that that could happen? Well, that's what, well, well you cannot All be commissioner right, of police and be a political leader. All right. Right, okay. that does, that's not allowed. Yeah, let him run out his motor mouth now. Let, let him run it out because I can't see that kind of disrespect and all what you're talking there. That you want to go back in to get more information that you could mash up the country with. And then the organ well for his intention, what he wants to do. Thank you. Well, from a political point of view, from a political point of view, the electorate will decide. Exactly. Whether they think he's a valid choice or not. Yeah. Good morning. In, including another question. In terms of his temperament. Um, that caller before Zena. Did Gary Griffith make those states as a commissioner or as a political person? Well, he's and, not commissioner, uh, so he can't make it as commissioner. Right. So he's in the politics. Anything goes, so the Prime Minister can say what he want and Gary can respond. You understand? And the next thing is, citizens are concerned about attacking who? Right? Gary attacking the Prime Minister, the Prime Minister attacking Gary. The bandits attacking we. What the Prime Minister doing about it? Let, let me hear what people are saying. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, good morning. Morning. Um, I wanted to make yes. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to make two points with respect to um, the guy we go to. The first thing is this. Um, before I do that, however, 
I just wanted to say excellent, excellent for one or two um, system this morning. I called in and I was told I was number four in the in the queue. That is an excellent addition and I really give you all good kudos to that. That is excellent customer service as far as I'm concerned. Now the two points I wanted to make about that is the situation. The first one is the Prime Minister said that he is going to lay in Parliament, right? an executive summary of the audit that was done. And I think that all and sundry should wait and and listen to what that executive summary says and then let's form some opinions after that. That's one. The other point I wanted to make is a point that the Prime Minister made. I have not heard anyone comment on it. That is that there are people in society who know who the criminals are. And it is no commissioner of police, no national minister of national security, or no other person within that field is going to make any serious dent to the crime situation unless these people who know who the culprits are, you know, take a stand. And that is the, those are the two points I want to make. Thank you very much. Yeah, but you know, for citizens to make a stand, if it is the citizens you're talking about, they have to have confidence in the, their own personal security in terms of reporting whatever they want to report to the TTPS. In addition to which, the TTPS needs to ramp up their intelligence gathering. We are we are, we are a country of 1.4 million people. 1.4 million people. Good morning, caller. Hi, good morning. I'm the suburbs of some cities. Good morning, good morning. Um, I listened to the interview with Gallagher for this morning, and um, I, I, I would say that I was a bit disappointed um, in the way, way you guys handled it. I think, um, you know, Gallagher, people, people don't realize, but, I mean, Gallagher spews a lot of inaccuracies, things that are easily, you know, easy, quite easy to check. You know, if you just follow the news, you go online, etc. There are other things that you know maybe the general public might be aware of, particularly with the numbers. But so, so for instance, you know the notion that nobody was charged with the FUL license to date. No one was charged. When we said that, I recall two officers, two police officers, being charged in the racket initially, and there was a. I think he said out of the. He said nobody was charged out of the Barrington report. No, 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 no. He said no one was charged. With respect to the the the, the FUS, so coming out the of the Barrington, Barrington report. report, right? Coming out of yes, he said nobody was charged out of the Barrington report because the Barrington report was of one person' opinion of, of whatever, that's, whatever. That's the deflection because it's not whether it was charged with respect to the Barrington report, whether it was respect to the Stanley John report. The issue is the FUL unit was it is an ongoing investigation there. Who was charged? Right, two officers were charged in February of, of this year. That's in the news, right? Second thing is, a hundred percent of all, you know, no, no illegal firearm, no, no legal firearm was used, right? A hundred percent of of all the murders in the last how much years, no illegal firearms. Remember, he said that, right? I recall just what two weeks ago, it had a guy in um in in South who killed his wife, legal firearm, right? How does Gary Griffith know, right, that no firearms, none of these, you know, they never recover firearms. The the ballistic testing takes what six years. He had said at one point in time. You remember these things, right? You 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 are finding now at at different homicide at different um you know sites of of, of homicides etc. You know TTPS um you know um 
TTPS um, uh, shells were used or, or ammunition was used, the Defense Force, you know, Air Guard, the regiment, etc. How does Gary Griffith know that none of these, uh, you know, no legal, um, you know, um, or ammunition from a, a supplier or whatever was used? So this is just, it's just that sort of, a, you know, the political, politicization of, of crime that I think is the biggest problem that we face, right? Sometimes well, yeah, but crime is always politicized. Um, but just given um, some context in terms, well, I mean, Gary is, of course, Gary is quite capable of defending yeah. his position on whatever he said. But I, I know that w- w- in, in terms of the murders with any legal firearms, he says under his tenure, in meaning his, his years as the commissioner of police. So, so, so he also said, right, Gary has said that, you know, no... You know, like, like, I mean, this is like a, this is a big line now, right? That, you know, in 2020, you know, crime started to decline significantly. And then, but, you know, that, that was what, but I, I want to ask you something, right, Richard? And I want to ask you something. You all would have been in the country in 2019, right? Do you remember the plot to overthrow the country at the end of 2019 into 2020 when Stuart Young, Gary, Stuart Young went and, you know, and, and, and had a press conference and he started to talk about that when Gary Griffith and his DCP, went in the parliament and had a big thing about that, and they had a, 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 a meeting on that. Do you all remember that? And that was like, you know, act of terrorism, etc. Whatever happened to that? What, what became of that? You see, people need to ask the right questions. People have forgotten these things. And, you know, Gary Griffith is, 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 is on a campaign, and he's been successful so far to just sort of like to, to, to gloss over these things. That is what would have happened at the start of 2020. There was an incident, in, at the, if you recall, you know, I think it was... So, so what, I, I'm not so sure what point you're making. What point yeah. are you making? Are you saying well, that crime did not decline under Gary Griffith? I'm saying that how, one, the, the media needs to, to, to ask the right questions instead of just letting... Well, I know, but get past all of that. I'm saying what point are you making? Yes. Is it that I you're saying that Gary Griffith did, did not, not reduce did not crime? Decrease, did not decrease crime? That is that, correct. It and that COVID. public confidence in the TTPS did not go up under Gary Griffith. There's, there's, there's no and there. Two separate issues, right? Public confidence. No, I'm asking no, because those were two, two things that he, those were two things that he said that right. the data provided indicated that crime statistics went down through in his tenure, and he also indicated that public confidence under his tenure in the TTPS increased. Data are you saying that those two things are wrong? Data shows that, that, that crime was increasing up until March 12th. Data shows that very clear. COVID, right? And you could, you could see why it, why it started to come out on the, at the end, essentially, was because people started to move around. Like the commissioner said, that's what the data shows. Gary Griffith did not have an impact, right? Okay, but that's what, your position. Okay. And what about the issue of public confidence in the TTPS? Do you have an opinion on that? Well, the, the, the issue with the public confidence and, and whatnot in the TTPS is that there was an increase. You look at why these things happen is because Gary Griffith largely has been... I mean, I give him credit for that, the way he talks, the way he speaks, etc., singularly. I mean, the question is now, you know, should we compare, you know, Jacobs, who is the current person now? I mean, when you have somebody like Gary Griffith, you, you look at what he was like at his tenure, you know, calling people cockroaches, etc. I mean, he, it was largely based on his utterances and his... Um, you know, the way he conducted himself on Facebook. So, what he, so when he talks about all of the things that he introduced in terms of the GPS, the ERP, the technology and all of that, you think uh-huh. all of that is, what, just bush talk? GPS have been on, on, on police vehicles since at least 2013. Gagafford did not introduce that to the service, right? But my point, the point that I'd like to make, just to wrap up, right, is that 
when you have somebody now de- talking bad about or, or Gary Griffith, you know, like speaking ill of the police service now, right? I mean, look at what has happened since he has left, right? Don't you think people's confidence, trust and confidence in the police service is going to, is going to diminish? That's, that's what I'm saying, you know, it's like why it is. It's not because the police service is doing anything different or they're not doing anything different. Essentially, Gary Griffith was talking up the service when he was there. People had trust and confidence. Now he's left. He's talking down the service. Everything is a problem. Yes. Right? 2019, when crime was, was out of control, they had this big thing at the end of 2019, 2020, as I said. I mean, he, he spoke truth and, you know, he, he, he was, he was, he was, he was. So you don't think, ta- you don't think crime is, on a, a, is at a new level now? Crime is at you the level here. No, you live here. What do you think? You think crime is just the usual everyday crime in Trinidad and Tobago? Is that what you think? That's the same conversation we were having in 2020 at the start of 2020. I'm saying now. I'm how the asking you now. I, I mean, so I, you think 2020? So you think it's a similar thing? So it's nothing is different. I'm not saying that. You see, you're trying to put words in my mouth, right? But what I'm, I'm asking you. You yeah, see, well, the I, same kind of thing was happening in 2020. So I'm asking you: Are you saying that it's the same kind of situation? I'm saying now we're on the same road, and this is where we this is where we would have been in 20. Where we experienced it now is where we would have been in 2020 had there not been COVID, right? And things probably okay. would have been a little bit worse. All right, thank you. That's your opinion. All right. Good morning, caller. Hi. Hi. Yeah, it, 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 you have to low whatever it, you have any background that's overpowering you. I was in the now. And I totally agree with Nina, what she said. Gary Griffin is not going to go back there and work with the Prime Minister. He is not that type of person. He's not going to change. So he going back there wouldn't help the situation. Well, there's realistically no chance of Gary Griffin being commissioner of police, which, I, which, which is basically what I told him. If the Prime Minister has just said publicly, you are the biggest mistake that I have made in terms of his tenure as a Prime Minister, how are you going to be selected as Commissioner of Police when you have to get past the party in power mm-hmm. in terms of the parliament's parliamentary selection process? So all of this is just... Um, I, I don't even know what to call it. He may have applied... And he's talking about, oh, well, if, if the prime minister is a proper leader, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, that he will allow a conscience vote, that people would not be bound by a party vote. When does that happen in Trinidad? That happens very, very rarely. So as far as I can see, under this current administration, there is no hope in hell for Gary Griffith to be selected as commissioner of um, police. Good morning, caller. Yes, morning. Good morning. Right. Um, the Prime Minister, in his speech about the scrap iron thing, he said that, you know, they had no alternative but to ban it because they can't put a policeman by every lamppost and manhole, etc., etc. So, so that can't happen in the next hundred years. So, why not say that you ban the scrap iron for the next hundred years? Because I don't see you putting a policeman by every manhole in the next hundred years. Uh, well, I think, well, I, I, okay, I hear you, but I think the, maybe the Prime Minister didn't contextualize it properly because it was a, a, a speech where he would speak in a certain way. But I think the intention, as far as I understand it, is that the AG 
is going to be crafting legislation and regulations to better regulate and license the industry so that there's more vigilance and enforcement um, and I suppose right of entry in terms of um, enforcement officials in terms of scrapyards. I think that is the intent. So hence the six month ban is ready for the industry regulations to be robust enough and licensing regimen to be robust enough to manage properly the sector to prevent what the country is currently going through with regard to the wanton taking of infrastructure, both private and public. All right. Good morning. Good morning, people. Morning. Good morning, um, Arima. Richard, well, Gary is the founder of the NPA. Is that so? Well, he's one of the founders. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. You're hearing any other, you know, persons talking or coming forward concerning how many people in that party? They recently released the executive list uh-huh. so they, they he recently released a list that indicated that well gary was the political leader but there were um a couple deputy political leaders i think i can't remember their names off the top of my head but there was a list okay. released recently with all of the people in the executive positions and i assume this is the interim political executive so there was a list released maybe with about 20 people or so steve am i right it's about 20 yeah. people yeah, and they keep releasing as as you know, and then and then they send out a bio. Yeah, so I did see that list. I did see that list. It would be online. I assume it's online. Yeah. I suppose you could go to the NTA website. I assume they have a website. I don't know. I have never checked, but I assume they do. National Transformation Alliance. So you could check and see. Um, but there was a list released recently, and I think we just we went through the list. Wendell went through yeah, the list we did. Yeah. on the program. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Alrighty. You too. Take care. Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. How are you doing? Good man, Peter. Morning, Mr. Patrick. I'm Patrick. Right, right. You see this conversation from since this morning. And you know, there was a song we just sing, boy. The city could burn down and we still jamming still, boy. Yep, yep, yep. We jamming still. We jamming still. Because Gary... And the Prime Minister are two headstrong, egoistic people attacking one another. And according to our man, them other people attacking we. And not only them attacking we, the road attacking we too. Because I get better boss in the road, man shooting behind me, and them arguing the way. Who we living by? Mm-hmm. Who we really living by? So here we go, you know now. The, the Prime Minister say they want to form a road company. And... I believe that happening. Let me tell you why I know that happening. That wants to be the making long, long time. Here's what they want to try to do. They want to get a contractor to deal with all personal road in China and Tobago. Because the China and Tobago government ministry are worked and they cannot get material. But the contractors them getting it. You can't get it for a hot stuff. You can't get a bitch, man. You can't get nothing. But the contractor them just get it. They run from a road company. Well, boy, if that happens, I'm very, very glad. Because Junior Sammy or Junior Sammy go on them, go pass all the road in Junior and Tobago. I got. Well, that was the subject. Well, 
that not not exactly what you just said there, but the subject of our poll was people's confidence that this rollout of um, road paving and fixing of roads is going to be not only one done but going to be sustainable. And the majority of our listeners who chose to vote obviously said no; they don't believe it's going to be sustainable because we're so accustomed to bad roads on whatever level. So we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. There's two other morning, points sir. I forgot to mention. And Richard, you, you said you, have, you you dare to balance things, but I didn't hear you balance this situation. Gary Griffith spoke to the Prime Minister speaking about Anil Rawat's wife. And, mm. and Penelope Beckles was, was high-fiving the mayor or thing. I listened to the speech. Never once did I hear the Prime Minister mention Anil Roberts' wife. He showed a job at Anil Roberts. He said, I could take a horn and I will not send anybody to kill anybody. He never spoke to Anil Roberts' wife. And I don't know if I can't chastise you too much because I don't even listen to the speech. No, I didn't but listen to his speech. But I, but, but I, I, so, I so took that as a political kind of bar back. But I mean, I, I didn't listen to the speech. I right, so you couldn't defend it because it. you didn't hear the yeah. speech. So yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not jamming, jamming here too much again. But the, that's just another case, an example, where Gary Griffith is a misrepresentative of the facts and the truth. The Prime Minister never spoke about Gary Griffith's wife. Another thing, Gary call, call, a bit about Anil Roberts' wife. Uh, the caller I called before, uh, who spoke about um, um, thing, excellent point, sir. Excellent point. You seem to be a man who have memory, and you uh, want to believe you are a member of the Protective Services as well, because you seem to be very aware of what was what, what happening. When you said, when you spoke to radars on police vehicles, is not a Gary Griffith initiative. That has been in the police service a long time now. Gary GPS. DGPS. Gary Griffin has took a lot of initiatives that was in the police service on the download and made it public. What Gary Griffin has done is mastered in the art of Facebook, manipulated Facebook, putting the name out there, putting him out there, about talking past on the brain, and people like that. People in Trinidad just like bullshit battle brains. And we figure he's working because he's always on the TV and he's always in front of your face and he's always on a crime scene and he's always in tactical uniform. Commissioner walking. This commissioner is a more docile person, so we go feel he ain't walking. But Gary Griffith has done nothing new for the fight for the thing. We spoke also about guns, illegal firearms. Um, no legal firearms was used in crime. The caller was right. He can't say that. As far as I am aware, the fellow that killed his wife and he killed his, he, he a man and killed himself was a legal firearm. I, if I, if I'm, if I, I stand to be corrected. It was issued on that Gary Griffith. Right? So he, he, he talked out of his He did say, contextualizing what he said, he did say that no legal firearm was used in any murder under his tenure. I don't know if that is true or not, but that's what he said under his tenure. That he murder you're talking that, about is not under his tenure. So I'm just saying, well, I'm just told. saying what he said. So I'm just I, saying I what he said. I'm just saying, I'm, just, I'm correcting the statement. Yeah. It's a non-factual statement. It cannot be proven because a lot of the murders that happen under his tenure is unsolved. So he cannot speak to that. He could speculate. And we would just run with his speculation or run with what Gary said. But that may not be the facts. 
right? Also, what he what what he not speaking on too is what we are being aware now under his tenure, individuals were given ten and fifteen and twenty seven guns under his tenure. He not speaking to that. He right? did speak to that. He did. I didn't hear him say, say anything about that. Yes, he said. He what? said that people are more concerned about how many firearms people have. And rather than how many illegal farms out there, and he said people may have. He talked about sport people may have um, firearms for sport, for, for, for agriculture, etc., etc. And, et and, et and that is that is narrative that he and, and, and Superintendent Alexander spin a contractor who have a contracting company who not involved in any NRA association, who not involved in any shooting team at twenty seven guns is not sport, right? The person who on, on the PCA. But 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 but, but does add is if, if if it is that the system allows you to have fifty guns, and yes, it, um um. So then with quarrel that. with the system? No, the system? yes. Change the, the law. Is, the problem. If, if it is, is that you want to restrict legal firearms, you want to get my hearing. You want to get my hearing. Yeah, if if it is that you want to restrict legal firearms, mm. if that's your conversation, if it is you have a problem with somebody having more than one legal firearm. Then the lobby your parliamentarians to change that law and the regulations concerning firearm usage. But and if firearm, is, if firearm to, regulations allow that somebody can have five legal firearms, uh-huh. what is the issue? Here's what the issue is. You're given one person who happen to be millionaires, who happen to be affluent people, 10 and 27. And the normal average citizen on the ground can't get one. That is the problem. You you have data to support that? Yes, I have data to support that. You're not listening to the news? How come all the, the people who have he, 10 and 15? The news is, how come the news is that how more people got firearm licenses under Gary Griffith's tenure than ever before? Be yes, and I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying... So are you saying that all of the people... Or, so what you are saying is that all of the people who got firearm licenses under Gary Griffith's tenure were only rich people that know no, average citizens who applied? No, I'm not saying that I know of average citizens who got. I know of a few average citizens who got. So what is However, the data you're talking about? I, 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 the percentage of affluent people who got is greater than the average citizen. So you have got. a list that shows that that says thirty percent or seventy-five percent were affluent people. I don't have that list, but I am. So then, what you're talking from, about? From the knowledge that I it's have, speculating, it's conjecture. I'm speaking from the knowledge that I have. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, caller. Yeah, all right. Let me ask you a question. It's conjecture. It's conjecture. So, hold on, hold on. in my opinion, I think. Enough. Unless Let, you have the list ahead, and you're giving me the percentage, I don't know because I don't and know. And that is what, and that is what the the the, 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 the report that the prime minister have is going to reveal. I could well, hopefully my, that that sheds some light so that we will yes. no longer be in the realm of conjecture and speculation, and, I, and, I and that it provides some accurate data on what that says. While that I Stanley say that, John report. I also condemn the prime minister. Because you keep coming on campaign and talking about you had the, you had the report and the report and the report damning and the report damning. You didn't shut up about the report, but you released the report. Don't be let let me ask you my, my my only question to you: mm-hmm. How many vehicles you have? Two. You have a driver's license. Yes. What is preventing you from buying twenty-seven cars? No, that is apples and oranges. Nobody gives me permission. 
Nobody has to grant permission for me to own 27 cars. Well, it's not grant permission. It is just, it's just it's really for ballistics. It uh, is a process. Right. I, um, you know what? You want Steve could continue yeah. this conversation. We got to go. We got to go. My time up. Yeah, we got to go. Say goodbye, Richie oh, Rich. Have a great day. All right, hold on and have that conversation. Yeah, we got to go. We got to right, go. All right, the Big O. Have a fantastic day. It's Thursday. Don't forget the weekend begins tonight. So put a smile on your face and enjoy as the weekend begins. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.